This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With Mr. Brian Rust, and please, sir, Brian introduce Rust, yourself. Please, sir, introduce yourself. Well, thanks, Tommy. My name is Brian Rust. I am the uh, the host of the uh, the Brian Rust uh, Morning Conservative Talk Show uh, in Panama City Beach, Florida. Uh, we are a big conservative area, um, and I'm kind of one of those straightforward kind of guys. So this is uh, this is going to be a fun little hour. Um, you know, that's kind of who I am. So Hell let's yeah. do it. Perfect. Yeah. So one of the things I've been talking about is like, um, is it's sort of like consolidating, not consolidating, maybe focusing your efforts where they are uh, most valued. So for instance, like sometimes I'll reach out, not sometimes, a lot I'll reach out to guests that I know I have zero chance of getting. I don't mean like, you know, maybe an athlete. I mean like I'll try to, you know, get Henry Kissinger or like, you know, <laughs> George Bush. Hey, like, you know what, shoot from the sky and see what you hey, get. Hey man, I've, well, I have had on Charlie Duke, the 10th man to walk on the moon. So sometimes it works. But yeah, 99.9% of the time it doesn't work. And sometimes I even get like cease and desist. Like, no, the head of yeah, the please NSA, leave yeah, like <laughs> I think I think the best one was like a, a polite no from the director of the NSA. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm not going to endorse. Oh, what? At least they were polite about it. So you yeah. got even that. Oh, man, when yeah. people give me a rejection, that means the world to me because they responded. <laughs> It's that's what I get. a I get a rejection. I'm like, today was a good day. He said no. And, um, but, but so what I try to do is that, you know, I try to find guests that I can get on that I enjoy talking to. And so to me, that's kind of a, that's kind of a, an example of don't waste your time on not a, not a lost cause, but sort of a lost cause. I'm not going to get on Michael Jordan, right? I'm not going to get on Tom Hanks, whatever. When I look at something like California or New York, at a certain point, it's kind of like triaging, right? When it's like, where are our efforts best valued? And, you know, I, I have on some of my liberal friends on here all the time, and we agree to disagree. And those are individuals that I can work and live with because we just see things differently and we shake hands and go, what, put it to a vote and whatever happens, we're still friends. Beautiful. When I look at something like San Francisco, or I look at like, who was it yesterday? The mother of the boy in the skirt who raped the girl oh, is sitting there giving no, a testimony. She's giving a testimony. She looks exactly like you think she'd look like. She's giving a yeah. testimony saying, well, you could have defended yourself. Or homeless people shitting in the streets in San Francisco. And you're like, you know, I don't think it's worth my time to maybe canvas there. And what I do look at is places like Texas and Florida. And I'm like, maybe our efforts are best put at sort of reinforcing the areas that are seemingly have a chance at being any sort of semblance of what the America is that at least I think it should be. And is it, does, am I might get my point across. Does this make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah. So, doubt. so what else can be done in something like in a place like Florida or Texas? When it's like, all right, Hey, you know, we, we're not, we're not saving San Francisco. There's piles of human shit on the street and there's syringes everywhere. Like, it's not even worth the time. Like what aspects of Florida are, are worth bolstering up? 
Man, Florida. Uh, you know, Florida has changed. You remember when it, Florida used to be the, the state where it's like, oh, God, election time. Don't be Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, and there was that for so long. And you always get the stories of uh, Florida man and Florida woman. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a lot of crazy in Florida. There really is. Uh, but it's also an extremely patriotic state, uh, you know, especially the the northwest Florida area where, where my show is. Uh, uh, we're a huge military area. We have. God, what do we have? Five military before five military bases right in this area. So it's it's huge on that. Very patriotic. Uh, we're pro police. We're pro constitution. Uh, you know, pro Second Amendment, uh, and just really freedom. And and I think really truly what needs to happen is we need to put more people in leadership roles, uh, like uh, you know Ron DeSantis, who not only does he come to the fight, uh, he comes to the fight to fight, and he comes prepared. Yeah. You know, we, we get too many polished, good-looking uh, politicians that, you know, they say all the right words, and you go, wow, he sounds intelligent, but he ain't getting shit done. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's one of the serpent. problems that I think we have in the country. Yeah. So you see a lot of that in Florida. Um, you know, you've got Matt Gates. Uh, granted, right now he's he's dealing with some other issues, um, but he's still a fighter. You know, and he's he's fighting with that and still fights for the country. You you, you have uh, Donald Trump, who is a Florida resident. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's yeah. a fighter. Yeah. Um, you know, and and we can name you know Brian Mast and and just going on and on. You know, Cat uh, from from uh, from Gainesville. So we have a lot of great representation. Uh, here in Florida, and, and they're all fighters, and, and I think that's what uh, you know we're really missing. And, and you look at Texas, the same thing. Uh, you got Alan West, a friend of my show, and you know I just saw him the other day, uh, and and he's fantastic fighter. And you've got you know Ted Cruz, and then um, you know uh, Crenshaw, and so many others. And I think that's what really is needed is we need some people that, as I say in my show all the time, willing to tell people to knock it off, um, you know, to stop this this sissy stuff, this you know, anti-patriotic stuff. And we just need some people that are going to be really the adults in the room. And I think that's what the, a lot of the nation is missing. And we're getting a lot of that from Florida and from Texas. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, you, that, that, the polished, you know, well, we're going to do this. We're going to clean up. And it's like, yeah. oh, man, that's great, right? It's the guy. He's got the perfect resume. Oh, he went to Yale and 4.0 and he was on the lacrosse team. And he's like, we're going to clean up. You know, Oh, this is great. And then he gets in office and you're like, he's just taking checks from Exxon. He's not doing anything, yeah. right? And yeah, then we got to stop with the whole American Idol style politicians. It, it all know? has to die, and it has to die now, right? I mean, it's I, I can only imagine it's like being in the fifties or something, and it's like you're gonna grow up and find yourself a woman. Then it's like no, like the Beatles come, and it's like I know that you're the greatest generation, but the generation right after, it's like you're these guys, you know, singing about like you know, I just want to hold your hand at Shea Stadium, and you're like, you know. Uh, maybe I'm not all about, you know, the, the, the whole, you know, just the, the you know, nuclear family. And obviously I kind of, I'm getting weird feedback getting on, weird your feedback on your end. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Sometimes it does that. Um, but we need more people. Like we get this idea that it's unacceptable, right? That no one wants X, Y, or Z. Um, you see Elon Musk and people are like, you know, this guy's a goofball. He's not acting like a CEO. He's on Joe Rogan. He's smoking weed. He's, you know, he's a meme Lord. He's tweeting. And it's like, if it looks stupid, but it works, it's not stupid. And as of last night, today's Saturday, November 6, 2021, as of last night, he's worth $320 billion. Right. Yeah. So at a certain point, you know, is he an idiot for smoking weed on Joe Rogan or did he just win over two new generations? So like right. if it looks stupid, but it works, it's not stupid at all. And so, right. Perfect example. 
is Trump. You don't have to like Trump. The reality is, is he bulldozed into the White House and took on two dynasties, the Bushes and the Clintons, while doing it from Twitter. Like, it's because yeah. it's as as Tim Dillon, the comedian, says, you know, people don't care, like, right after 2016 when they lost. And they're like, I don't get it. We had Robert De Niro, you know, canvassing for Hillary. As Tim Dillon said, he goes... People in the Midwest whose jobs have been gutted and outsourced to China don't give a shit about what what uh, Hollywood elite uh, actor are endorsing your politician. No one. It's the truest form of white privilege is having the luxury to care about whether or not a president send means president is sending mean tweets. It's whether or not they give you a job. So I'm rambling all that to say. I feel like that's what we need more of in Florida or Texas is. Get rid of the whole barrier to entry of like, you know, Bob, you'd be a good candidate. Oh, I can't. You know, I was a crazy frat boy in college. And it's like that that facade, that veneer or the uh, the illusion that that veneer is needed, I think is fading away. And you just named all those individuals, right? Gets and Cruz. And, but what, what I think more is, is stop going all or nothing. We don't need to look at and go, oh, that's the Senate or that's the Congress. Why well, can't do that? What about local things? What about school boards? What about sheriffs? What yeah, about mayors? Look at school boards. I mean, Loudoun County, Virginia is, you know, is a perfect example, you know, of, of, of a mess. And I talk about this all the time. You want to do something, make a change, join a school board. Um, you look at the one, uh, it was in Massachusetts. The guy got, um, you know, just you know, slammed hardcore by the school board. He turned around and ran for election and won. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. like you want to talk about the ultimate right there. Yeah, uh, that was kind of it. So you know, I think some people just they put this this themselves at this plateau where it can only do such and such. But you know, the school board thing is is right on. And you know, you mentioned the guy, the frat boy. You know, may have smoked a little pot, may have done a little thing. And, you know, those are okay. You know, to have an office. But the problem is, is that a lot of these guys are too afraid to look at the critics and go, yeah. I did do that. And you know what? I learned a lot of life lessons. So what's the big deal? Yeah. Is it more important the fact that 10, 15 years ago I smoked pot at a, at a college thing? Or is it more important that I understand what my fellow citizens need? Yeah. Knock it off. You yeah. know, I mean, that's that's really what we need. We need people that are just going to say, yeah, I did that. What's the big deal? Yeah. It's it's don't even play the game. You know, well, I was younger yeah. then. You're like, yeah, I was 22 and me and my friends were pissed drunk at a football game. I smoked some pot. And yeah. guess what? In 20 years, I guarantee when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll look back what I'm doing now and I'll, I'll shake my head. It's right. It's you said that all women are pigs. No, just Rosie, just Rosie. And, it just, <laughs> and the water, the like water off a duck's back. He just kept on. And it was like, that was their kill shot. And it was like yeah. shooting at a tank. Think just Rosie. Everyone laughs. You suck the oxygen right out of the fire. And it's, yeah. you can't even engage. You did this or, you know, you did make like, yeah, I was 18. Like, have you not done this? Like, it, it, yeah. either you smoked pot and got too drunk and vomited there are two types of people you got too drunk and vomited in public or you're lying like they're, they're, yeah. everyone did it and, and if you didn't do it and you're such a prude <laughs> that you know you're such a perfect person then the reality is is you're not relatable to <laughs> yeah. most people yeah so 
I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm not a pot smoker, but you know what? I still relate to the guy that may did that in, in college because, yeah. you know, we both have a mortgage. Yeah. We both, uh, you know, we have our ambitions. We have our visions of the country. Uh, and just because he got high one night, big deal. I've gotten shit faced, wasted drinking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's happened. You know, we've all done stupid things. And I think a lot more politicians or potential politicians uh, need to own up to it and say, what's the big deal? Yeah. What, you didn't yeah. do this? You've never done something stupid? Come on, get over it. It's called living living life and learning life lessons. Yeah. Um, instead of all these polished, you know, well, I'm so perfect. It's like, who cares? Yeah, right. It, it, it's the it's the officer who's never once done anything outside of a, out of a boardroom or a conference room going in to be a general versus the guy who, yeah, in Vietnam, like two of his guys got killed and he thinks about it every day. And he's like, yeah, it fucking sucks. But now I value, you know, I value soldiers lives more than you ever will. You know, like, OK, right. yeah, exactly. I've taken acid before. I've taken LSD. I had a great time. I also got into medical school and pharmacy school and graduated magna cum laude from UGA and published research in aquatic toxicology. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I lived. I learned. And I did a <laughs> exactly. lot more than most ever will. So, you know, fuck you. But. So we see that, but so now we're, we're just kind of, you know, we're just obviously agreeing with each other, so we're not going to get anywhere. What what can we do, or can you do, or I do, or anyone listening do? So again, it's very much so, you know, I always point this as, it's very easy to talk big things, and, you know, we're going right. to do this, and we're going to stop climate change, and we're going to clean up the oceans and save the dolphins, and everyone's rah, rah, let's do it. Okay, what are you doing about it? Oh, I liked and shared and subscribed, and it's like, no, 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 you know, I... I recycle. That's one thing I do. My parents kind of instilled that into me since I was little. Very conservative right. people. You'd think that we hate the world, right? No, even now at 31 on my own, I still make sure if I'm, you know, take out the plastic, clean it off. If I had the food in it, sure, recycle it. Just little things that I know I can do. And then when I see some grandiose, we're going to spend $100 trillion to do this. And it's like, sure, that's great, whatever. But like, what are you doing in your world? So whereas I can sit around and go, big tech censorship is bad and no one's talking about this or, uh, you know, I practiced what I preached and I interviewed the inventor of the mRNA vaccine, Dr. Malone. I interviewed Dr. McCullough and I stood my ground and got permanently banned from YouTube. And instead of saying that Joe Rogan, you should do that. No, I was the change I wanted to see in the world. And granted that gutted at about 99% of my viewership. And I often question why I did it, but yeah. it's also, I put my money where my mouth is and I'm like, be the change you want to see in the world. And it does lead to a cat, right? Steven Crowder's got 5 million subscribers on YouTube and he's slowly moving exclusively to Rumble. Yeah. What are things that people can do? For instance, you're in Florida, so we'll say Florida. What are things that people can do that it's not just they're listening to this podcast and they're like, yeah, tell me you smoked pot. Tell them you, but then what are you actually <laughs> doing? And it's, well, I hit like, no, no, no. Like what can people do? School boards, offices, like what can people actually start to do? Yeah, um, you know, getting involved, you know, first and foremost, and, and, and stop talking about it, get up and do it. You know, we, we have a lot of talk, 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 but very little doing. Um, you know, the Democrats, their thing is, hey, let's go throw money at it. It's like, well, that doesn't do anything because that goes into somebody's pocket. Um, but, uh, you know, things like, uh, you know, the, the school board in Loudoun County is, is such a perfect example with the parents. Uh, rather than complaining about it, uh, they got up and they they confronted the politicians and, and used their First Amendment right and said, hey, you work for us. These are my kids. Stop calling me a breeder. Uh, you know, I'm a parent. Uh, you know, stop this and, and letting them know uh, that, you know, enough is enough. And, and it, that has to go beyond a school board. It, it has to go 
with, you know, your state representatives. You know, if you get a state representative that refuses to return phone calls or at the very least a staff member refuses to return phone calls, then you get in their face. Uh, you need to get up there. I mean, we don't have to get violent and we don't have to do Antifa or BLM type stuff, uh, but getting up into their face and letting them know, hey, knock it off. I've, I've had it with this. Um, you know, this isn't going to go. Uh, and then there are the people that, you know, could be daring enough to actually run for office. Uh, you know, even just running for office uh, highlights a lot of things, uh, you know, even if you don't win. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that that has to happen. And we really, truly need to use the, the our First Amendment right. And we need to speak up. We need to address the government. Um, you know, things like the, the insurrection, uh, which was never really an insurrection. If it was, it was the worst insurrection in the history of insurrections, um, you know. We have to confront the politicians. We have to go to the state houses and to the uh, the town halls and, you know, outside the White House. And we need to be loud. You know, one of the problems that we have is Democrats are always loud. Uh, their message may suck, but they're really good at delivering the message. Republicans and conservatives got a great message. We suck at delivering it. Um, so what ends up happening is you get that small minority uh, right now being the progressives who are just so loud that you can't drown them out. And we have to get louder than them and drown them out. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've got to really just make the noise and, and let people know that, hey, this isn't this isn't going to stand and, you know, get out there. Yeah. And it's also, an, I do believe, an important thing is, well, what you're doing, right, with a radio show or what I'm doing with a mm -hmm. podcast in my room that if you walked in here, you'd think I'm building bombs because it's a bunch of wires and lights and shit. <laughs> but uh, um, It's the magic of it, it is what it is. Well, I, there, yeah. There's actually some maintenance guys in here like a couple weeks ago and I was, I just woke up and I was in bed and they came in and they're like fixing the, I don't know, dishwasher. And I guess one of them glanced in here because I've got like, I've got like soundproofing and yeah. they're like, hey bro, dude, I think a serial killer lives here. And I was like in bed, <laughs> I was like in bed and I was like, hey, it's a podcast studio. And they were like, sorry. And I was like, get it right. You know, probably felt bad for me. But is, you know, I look at, so the podcast or a radio station is another huge thing. And this is where I have to be careful not to escape into the ether because we start talking about these grandiose institutions. But right, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, uh, YouTube, uh, TikTok, whatever. These things are so heavily skewed to one side which is fine as a private company. I have Stockholm Syndrome. Despite being booted off YouTube, I will still defend that it's a private company. Now, it is yeah. acting as a publisher and not a platform. And so we can all sit around and write and go, well, you know, I've had lawyers on here argue about how they should be categorized as a platform or broken up. And we all we all rah-rah and we pat ourselves on the back. And then the episode gets uploaded and nothing happens when we go about our day. And another month goes by and six months goes by. And then no one, we're still just not, no one ever, we're just not addressing the fact that they, you know, banned a sitting president, or that they covered up the idea that it came from a uh, a, a, a came from a lab in Wuhan for a year until one day they just decided that was verboten. Despite me interviewing three bioweapons experts, Dr. Hatfield, Dr. Nass, and Dr. Alibek, the last of which was the head of the Soviet Union bioweapon program who defected the United States in 1992. We just so it's these things where we get very we get very you know upset and passionate about it, and then it's like anyway. And he just, and it's like, well, no, like what's, when there's a fire in the kitchen, you don't go, my God, there's a fire. Anyway, I got to do this podcast with Brian Rust. No, it's, hey, sorry, Mr. Rust. I got to go put out this fucking fire. I don't want to die. Yeah, right. So whether it's your radio station or my podcast, it's very clear that nothing's going to happen with big tech. Why would the government want to? They have the sort of Damocles hanging above their neck. They just have to threaten them and go, hey, 
you push our message or we're going to break you up on these antitrust laws that have been around since Teddy Roosevelt. They go, okay, you know, Jen Psaki has literally said we're working closely with Facebook to flag misinformation. So right. what we can do is start moving to alternative platforms or use radio stations like yours. What can we do is, you know, we can say people need to start running for office. I mean, what can we offer? What can I say? Hey, if you run for office, you know, and I'll give you a platform, I'll give you a half hour. Is that something you do? Is that something any of us can do? Sorry, I know I'm talking your yeah. ear off. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, you know, that that is one of the things. I mean, obviously getting the message out is an important thing. Um, you know, for conservatives and those on the right, you know, we, we don't, I don't, and I don't understand how the left does this because I work 15 hours a day. I mean, I'm, I'm at work this weekend uh, on my full-time job outside the radio. Um, so I, I don't know how they find time to do all this protesting and everything, but that's one of the things we need to do, not necessarily protesting, but rallying. You know, you see the, the, the success in what comes out of a Donald Trump rally. Uh, you see what comes out of, um, you know, let's look at the left, the, the message that comes out of Antifa rallies and the BLM rallies and, and what we've seen over the past four years. That is something that I think the right needs to replicate, uh, but with our message and make sure that it's correct. Um, whether it be like tomorrow, I'm speaking at a, a freedom rally uh, regarding the mask mandates, you know, which here in Florida, we've really given that the big middle finger. Yeah. Um, and, and most Floridians are not worried about it, but we're still having the rallies about it to, you know, enforce the fact that we're not going to put up with this. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that needs to happen because, uh, you know, Zuckerberg and, and the uh, the pothead there can't uh, censor a rally. You know, you may make it so that the, the video of the rally gets blocked or the post about it gets blocked yeah. or whatever. But the reality is there was 200 people this, at this rally. Uh, we all got the message out. We all talked to each other. And now we're going to talk to 10 friends. Yeah. Uh, and then the next rally is going to be bigger. Um, so that is a big thing to do is to, to really get out there and rally. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's a matter of doing the work. We've got to find the time to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, uniting and getting the message out there and getting it strong and letting them know, hey, knock it off. We're done with this, uh, I think is a very important step uh, to get things going. You know, it's on the mask. Have you ever seen the movie Fury? Yeah, yeah, with uh, with Brad Pitt, and I was just watching a clip of it again this morning, and it's like they're he's like, "Why aren't you shooting at them?" And he's like, "They're all dead." And right, the Nazis on the ground, and he's like, "Shoot them! Why? To make sure they don't stand up and shoot us in the fucking ass." And it's like, that's kind of what I'm thinking about, like mask mandates. <laughs> it's like you guys already got rid of it. Shoot it while hypothetically metaphorically i'm not calling for people to shoot anyone you got to be careful with that it's yeah, like shoot them while they're down what you don't have mandates do another rally make sure they don't fucking get up and try to wrap it around us again um yeah but yeah no it's it is you're right it's the importance of doing the work i mean like you said you know working 15 hours i do this podcast non-stop it's just me there's no producer there's no schedule there's no no one it's just me and i do this around the clock listening to audiobooks at 2x speed throughout the entire day for authors I'm having come on. And I, hey, full disclosure, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm not complaining about it. I, I, right. I truly love my well, it's, life. It's part of what we got to do. Yeah. You, know, you got to do that effort and you got to put the work in to, uh, to get that message out. Well, that's what I mean is what you're saying about doing the work, doing a rally or having on a, having on a guest or running for office yourself, even if you don't win, right? It's like, uh, it's like the argument that jealousy is actually very good for relationships. And it's like, even if you just there's like some taller, better looking guy who, uh, you know, is maybe glancing at your girlfriend, you're going to start going to the gym more. 
Even though she's you're like, I still maybe maybe I need to lose my man tits. I don't know what's going on. You know, it's <laughs> jealousy is good. It it, it fine hones the sword. Right. Um, so with doing the work, that is one of the things though, or it's like you have to, it's not all going to be, it doesn't always just align with what you want done, right? It's, you know, uh, dieting and losing weight. There does come a point where you're like, Hey, I, I love McDonald's, but if I want it done, I actually have to stop eating. Like I have to eat spinach and I know it sucks and you have to go on the treadmill. There is like, it's not always going to just be, let's go do a fun rally. Like some, it is work. Sometimes you have to go mm-hmm. out and you go, okay, who can we try to get into office? Who can we have run? Can we go do the school board meeting? Right. It's being in a fraternity in college. It was all fun and partying and stuff, but we still had to go do right. you know chapter meetings every Sunday and everyone was hung over and you didn't want to do it, but you actually had to do that little part. And yeah. that is what I'm trying to, again, be the change I want to see in the world. I can't talk about how we need to fight censorship and then, you know, not talk about COVID or election fraud. It's the same thing. I have to go out and I have to find guests who I know are. I've had on Joe Kent, who's running for uh, Congress out of Washington State. I've had on Mike Durant, who's running for Senate out of uh, Alabama. And I'm trying to get on mm-hmm. more and more people who are actually running and to give them any little platform boost I can. And not really sure where I'm going with this. I'm kind of like rambling now, but I, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, I'm picking up on that. And, you know, that, that is another one of the things that, you know, the everyday person can do, whether, you know, you may not have a radio show or a TV show or a podcast or whatever, uh, but, you know, you can go off and you can get behind somebody who is running. Um, you know, right now here in Florida, Marco Rubio is running for re-election uh, and his Democrat opponent is out fundraising him, which means she's going to have way more money than him uh, to slam on him. So now it is it's up for, you know, the Rubio supporters to actually get the message out. Um, and, and that's one of the things you got to do. You know, you know, maybe not actually run for office, uh, but if you get out there and get behind a candidate uh, and don't just go, yay, I support candidate X. Um, you know, you got to go out there and tell your neighbors, you know, talk to your, your coworkers, uh, explain it. You know, when somebody goes, oh, I can't stand him. You go, why? Uh, you know, and then then correct some of the things that, that may be uh, something that the other person heard. You know, it's, it's one of the things that you, if you pay attention to uh, the demographics of politics right now, um, especially over the past four years, um, you know, black Americans and Hispanic Americans traditionally have been very Democrat. Well, look at what's happening. Um, it's going the other way because they're becoming more and more educated about what it is that the Democrat Party is actually doing, what they're meaning, what they support, and what they don't support. Uh, and, and a lot of the black families and Hispanic families are looking back going, wow, you've been using us. You know, you don't even support what we what we believe in, but those big, bad, evil, nasty Republicans do, uh, and you're seeing a, a huge changeover. So that's one of the things, and you sometimes you just got to correct somebody. You just got to go, uh, that's wrong, and, and correct them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that LBJ quote that I can't even repeat without getting. Let's banned. go. Brandon. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, not that LGB. Uh, LG, L, LB. No, LGB. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm yeah. having LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson, that quote that I actually can't. Oh, yes, it. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. If we pass this great, you know, he called it the great society. They'll be yeah. voting for us forever. These yeah. hard R N words will be voting Democrat for 200 voting years. Democrat. Yep. Sitting president. You, yeah. I literally can't even repeat the quote to tell you how messed up it is. But yeah, there's that. But there's also, you know, with like cognitive dissonance. And again, it's about putting your efforts to a place where they're actually going to change. You know, you're not going to convince the person with 
half a shaved head of green hair and 19 piercings that it's okay to be white. Like you're just not going to convince that person's long gone. They have overdosed right. on Marxism and critical race theory and they hate themselves more than they even hate you. But there is like a sort of cognitive dissonance or it's almost like a dog chasing its tail, right? Or like, a, you know, whatever you put, put your hand under the blanket and the, and the cat sees it and starts going crazy. And then eventually it sees your <laughs> right. arm. And sometimes the cat makes the connection that, indeed, that is not a mouse and it's just you. And they're like, oh, well, this is stupid. You can kind of do that with like like a Joe Rogan, right? Ivermectin. Mm-hmm. And may, you may be saying, well, what does that have to do with politics? Well, what it has to do with – no, it, true, not, not really. But it does have to do with censorship and hijacking and skewing a narrative, right? Yeah. And then you have – a guy like, or then you have Nicki Minaj, who's not even allowed to ask about it. And everyone says, well, you know, having her cousin whose balls inflated. I don't actually know. I don't think that's a, I've had on a lot of doctors. I'm pretty sure that's not a side effect. But the importance is, is she wasn't even allowed to ask about it, regardless yeah. of the side effect, whether she said your testicles will inflate or something very real and much more dangerous, myocarditis or a stroke or Guillain-Barre syndrome. Or now we have, right, as of yesterday, Aaron Rodgers, Who's like, yeah, he's like, the next big thing in my life is fatherhood. And I don't want to take the vaccine because we know that the spike proteins coagulate or uh, congregate on ovaries and your sper- spermatozoa or your sper- sperm making cells in your testicles. Yep. So I took ivermectin. And within a day, he's feeling better. And he's already just being crucified. I think CNN ran something this morning on him they're, where they're like, you know, I think a lot of people are surprised at how much of a, you know, a whack job this guy is. And it's like, so the importance of all of this, you know, the cat seeing that it's just your arm. I think when there's a Rogan, an Aaron Rodgers, a Nicki Minaj, there is this sort of baseline swell, which again, Tommy, what does this have to do with politics? Nothing really. But what it is showing, as Rogan said so eloquently at the end of his episode with Sanjay Gupta was, do you understand the importance, Sanjay, of if they're willing to lie about a comedian taking horse dewormer what are they telling us about Syria? What are they telling right. us about Russia? And to me, that is the sort of red pill for all of this. So why am I bringing all this up? There is a subtle thing you can do. Just share those stories because it allows mm-hmm. the clash, the values to clash. You know, yeah. Republicans are bad, evil white man. But then you happen to find like a Packers fan and they're like, well, I don't do I hate Aaron Rodgers? I I don't know, right? You find a Rogan <laughs> fan, a Nicki Minaj fan. You can kind of start to have the cognitive dissonance hate each other. You know, which are you first? Are you an American or a father? It's You can start to clash a little bit. But that is just, that's another huge thing I think is slowly, and I hate the term waking people up because I've heard that term nonstop for my 31 years. Right. This life. People are finally waking up. I heard that after 9-11. I heard it after the financial crisis. I heard it after COVID. People are waking up. They're always waking up, right? But yeah, they're just not staying awake. Yeah, they're not staying awake. They're, yeah, there's the, the timer isn't on, isn't on snooze. It just goes off. So little things like that, I also think are pushing people. So what you said, right about blacks and Hispanics historically voting for Democrats. I think another thing we're seeing right now is like a black lieutenant governor who is now being, I think as of yesterday, CNN is now saying that she has white supremacist tendencies. Yeah. I so, love that. So. Yeah, it's insane. So, but what I'm getting to with all this rambling is, is for running in something like Florida or Texas, really places I believe are worth saving and probably the only ones able to be saved, is 
if you run, not only is it good because it challenges the other guy, I also, and this is perhaps unpopular, I also think it's good to run against people within your own party. Make oh, them. Absolutely. Make them. So if it's just Rubio or DeSantis, hey, sure, good guys, run against them. Dial it up a little more. See if you're more if you're more of a lightning rod. I really don't yeah. think there's anything to. I haven't been letting you speak. I'm sorry. This is very rude. No, that's quite all right. And you know, and actually doing that, um, you know, helps get those politicians out of their comfort zone. I've run yeah. for office twice for county commissioner, and I ran against somebody in my own party. Uh, and you know, it it's sparked that conversation. Um, and you know, maybe not win, but definitely, uh, you know, got somebody out of their comfort zone of the I don't need to answer any questions because I'm going to win. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they're like, "Well, wow, I've actually got to talk about this." Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's a good thing to to challenge them, uh, you know, whether or not you're going to win or not. You just got to get out there and do it. So I 100 percent agree. And then, you know, like with CNN, you know, how are you supposed to trust uh, an organization like that when, you know, Don Lemon was down here in Florida yeah. with his, uh, his partner without a mask on? And I'm sure if you haven't seen that video yet, you got to go look that video up where the woman is like, hey, you know, welcome. thanks for telling us the truth about this. You know, welcome to Florida. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's stuff like that. You know, the, the media, they're just so not very trustworthy. And uh, that's another reason for why we need to get our message out. We need to do it. You know, another thing that I talk about on my show all the time is uh, the federal government's power. You know, the federal government does not have the power that they are using. Uh, and, and the reason for that is because the states have just let them have it. Uh, and we need more governors uh, like Ron DeSantis uh, and Greg Abbott uh, that are going to tell the federal government, hey, that's not your role. You don't have that authority over me. Uh, you know, and it's it's really time for us to, I know there's been a lot of talk for years now about the, you know, convention of the states, uh, but it is definitely time for us to not, I, and I hate it when I hear this, oh, we need to succeed. It's like, what is that going to do? All it does is weaken the entire area and, you know, our enemies are now going to be stronger. Um, but what we need to do is we just need to put the federal government in check and, and remove the power that they, that they have claimed over us because they don't actually have it. Um, and that's going to take a lot of people making noise. Uh, it's going to take having some really brave and, and strong politicians to say, hey, you know, this is the deal. Knock it off. We're not going to we're not going to put up with this. Um, and if we don't have that, uh, you know, we just we can't fight the federal government and they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and stronger. And they lie to us every day. I mean, it's a constant lie from them. Yeah. A huge thing. I had on a guy yesterday, James Katulis, who lives in Miami. He uh he, he took on the CEO of Goldman Sachs in 2011 for like the largest bankruptcy fraud ever. And he was talking mm -hmm. about how like, I think the mayor or something in Miami tried to reinstate a mask mandate. And uh, yeah. he plays hockey twice a week. So he and all the guys like refused to leave the arena and they just did like a sit out and started like tweeting and calling and harassing the mayor. And within 30 minutes, the mandate was rescinded. And you see like, where is the real power and what power is the illusion? So it's like the Biden administration right. saying there's shit. I'm getting feedback shit, again. I think it's over. I hope so. Um, but it's like people going to it's sue like the. Still doing it. I need you. I need you. To, I need you to talk, man. I'm getting feedback. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, you know, you're right. Um, here in Florida, um, especially in the Broward County, you know, down near Miami, uh, we've seen a perfect example of the, the government overreach. Uh, we've seen a lot of people just, um, you know, the school boards, the, the mayors, the, 
the city council or as opposed to trying to do like mandates and you know really didn't have any science to act it all up and then the people finally stood up and said screw you we're not going to do this uh you know the rest of the state also said screw you we're not going to do this and and they did lift a lot of that i think that's one of the things that is about making a lot of noise the democrats they do so well like so much noise everybody goes okay you know we'll do what you want to do uh, even though it's not what we want to do. Um, so I think that's one of the things you got to do. And, you know, that example with the mayor, uh, I remember that when he did that mandate, you know, the people did uh, and made it enough noise where it kind of stopped. Um, yeah, it's, I, th- yeah, I think, it's, yeah, our connection's completely yeah, our breaking connection up. You're coming through really fuzzy. Coming through really fuzzy. Oh, no. Um, it's the it's CIA. They're coming after us. They do it all the time. Hey, all the time, we might have to wrap this up because it's completely up. breaking up. Well, hey, we will do another one when our connections are better. But yeah, I'm getting feedback and it's coming through crackly. So shit, I apologize. But I'll email you and we'll set up another one. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Take care. Peace. You too. Thank you. Recording stopped.